Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Coach the Coach Radio. Brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program, the no-cost business development strategy for coaches who want to spend more time serving local business clients and less time selling them. Go to brxambassador.com to learn more. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Coach the Coach Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Jeff Martin with Company Growth Academy. Welcome, Jeff. Hey, thanks for having me, Lee. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about Company Growth Academy. How are you serving folks? Yeah, well, um, for the most part, it's about introducing frameworks or systems into your business that create enough efficiency that it frees the owner up to do what they really want to do. And and most often that's, you know, spending time with family or growing their company uh, through uh, different means. So it's, it's really about giving these owners freedom to do the things they want to do. But you built it around kind of creating systems and processes that are replicatable that can be, um, you know, I don't want to say set it and forget it, but it can at least give you a framework to run your business on a day-to-day basis. That's right. And, and, you know, I believe that the simpler, the better, because, you know, if you have employees, they have to get around this. And um, if you put something in your business that's too complicated, it's not going to go well. Uh, So simple is not always easy, but simple frameworks that um, when all coupled together, give you an operating system that provides freedom. And then if you do it right, um, your life becomes a lot easier and a lot less stressful. Uh, yeah, no doubt about it. And, and again, it's t- to me, we go into business for particular reasons. Most often it's to have freedom, uh, business uh, decision freedom, uh, ge- geographical freedom, financial freedom. Um, what we lose though is time freedom and opportunity freedom. And, and so um, you take a typical service provider they are the service. And so it makes perfect sense that when they start their business out, most of their systems are, are revolved around them. And so their, their employees and their customers really become overly reliant on them being there. And so it really takes away from the time and opportunity freedom you need to grow your company. Yeah. uh, I mean, you're talking in my language. I am a big proponent of systems and processes, and it's something that can be game changing if you really invest the time and do the kind of work up front to really put those in place. I am with you 100 percent. Now, talk about your backstory. How did you kind of arrive at that kind of conclusion that teaching people how to implement systems are the way for growth? Um, if I'm being per- perfectly honest, it's because I got trapped in, in a business. Um, outside of four years in the military, I've been 100% sole proprietor, business operator, and entrepreneur. Um, I, I basically grew a company so fast um, and, and got so, uh, I, I, I didn't have a healthy position. You know, you want to be on top of the company and controlling it, but when the company, uh, takes control of you and every decision you make, um, it really takes away from the power, uh, 
that, that you, you can, you can have. And so I, uh, I was able to regain my control and, and gain back some freedom by implementing uh, systems and frameworks and uh, basically fighting and struggling. Uh, so, so to tell you, it's because I, it happened to me and I broke through it. So you were struggling and then you almost had to put these systems in place or, or your business would just kind of run, run you over pretty much. Yeah. hundred percent. You know, and, and it was a really good thing because my company was grown so quickly. Um, it, it just, it just had control of every decision I made, every thing. And, 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 you know, you've probably heard this a thousand times. You might be at a party or you might be at a baseball game with your kids, but your mind's back at the office and there's, there's just nothing worse. Now. Um, so you come to this conclusion, like, I mean, well, first of all, let me step back a little. You were fortunate enough to have a business that was growing rapidly. I mean, a lot of people think that, what are you complaining about? That's what we're all trying to do. But that is kind of a double-edged sword. I mean, it can overwhelm you and it can really be destructive if it isn't managed right. So people wishing for lots of business can quickly, if they don't have the systems in place, be overrun by it and it could turn negative pretty quickly. Yeah. And, and I don't want to get too negative myself, but growth doesn't necessarily mean profit. And so what I'm about is growing a profitable business and one that you can sustain that growth you know, as long as you're in the game. So now, um, so you have this uh, kind of moment of reflection and say, hey, I got to get this under control. Did you just start breaking things down into systems? Like at some point you were trying to, I'm sure, fire yourself from certain jobs. Yeah, and and that's exactly what I had to do. Again, I talk about my uh, typical client. They're, They're service providers. And so you could be a plumber, you could be a chiropractor, a a flight instructor, my customers, uh, they are the service. And and, and like I said, it makes sense when you're starting out. Um, Just think of the plumber, you know, Um, he's a one man show until he brings somebody in to answer the phone. And then his dream is to get multiple trucks. Well, I mean, it's really hard to do it when you are working in the business. Um, You have to rely on other folks. And, And so um, as that growth happens, most of the time they're, they're creating systems on the fly, you know, that they're, they're, they're creating systems. The worst part about it is they're all in their head. They're all in the owner's head. Right. And so documentation is wildly important, but ensuring that you have a, a really simple system or process or framework, um, that other people can follow that is that is the only thing that's really going to help remove you or transition you from the role of service provider to an entrepreneur who has the freedom to go out and do the things they want, like stop passing up opportunities, um, start looking at ideas and, and fleshing them out to see if they might make sense, uh, rather to have another location or whatever. And, and, maybe even take a vacation, you know, and spend time with your family. It's uh, there's, there's nothing worse than being away and thinking your whole business is about to fall apart. Right. And that's a clue that you really don't have a business. You have a job if that's the case. And a bad job. 
Now, uh, what we do here, and I don't know how you feel about this, is uh, the rule is if you do something twice, then write it down. It goes in the manual. I love that. That sounds great. Uh, Because that's what we find is that we end up doing the same task over and over like it's the first time we've ever done this. And if you just write it down, then you have a chance, even uh, write it down poorly, you have a chance to delegate it to somebody else. I love that. I may steal that from you, Lee. Is that okay? <laughs> Absolutely. But so that's the mentality, though, to be thinking, right, that everything should go into some sort of a manual of some kind, whether it's digital or an actual, you know, pieces of paper. But you want to get some of these systems down on on some form so that you can hand it to somebody else to give them at least a running start when they start. That, that's right. Uh, you know, now I already have ready-made frameworks that, that when you plug them into – your system, um, it, it allows you to begin to operate and, and to pull back from that, that service provider role. Um, and, and it gives you tools to train your folks so they can repeat and, and replicate what, what you're doing. And so I, um, but, but you're a hundred percent, right. Even writing it down badly or, or writing a checklist and truly, I don't care if it's a checklist or a, a video of the step-by-step process, but the the thing you want to avoid, if you don't, I, I was a franchisor at one point in my life. And, and that's the business that I talked about that grew so quickly. Um, so it, with a franchise model, you have to have standard operating procedures or, you know, operations manual. Um, the challenge is getting people to follow them, you know, because if you don't, if it's not one to done, and if, you know, the last thing is to lock up and turn the lights off, trust me, one day, if you don't have it documented, you're going to drive by and the lights are going to be on. Right. And so you just you just have to document well. So I love that y'all do that. So now walk me through kind of what an engagement with your firm looks like. What What is my struggle? Am I So like I'm a service provider. I'm a solopreneur at first, I would imagine. And I'm just, I'm getting too busy. And, and it's one of those, a lot of solopreneurs suffer from feast or famine. You know, when I got a job, I'm working on the job, so I'm not marketing. And when I don't have a job now, I'm marketing and I don't, cause I don't have a job. So it's, you know, I'm either on one or uh, I'm on a high or a low, depending on, you know, the time of the month. You're right. Um, so the, the first part, like, like anybody would say, the first part of a cure is admitting you have a problem. We business owners um, are sometimes control freaks. Um, we want to do it our way because that's the proven way. And, and we've proved to ourselves that we like that. So you first have to seek help. Um, once you reach out to me, what I would do is I would sit down with you and do a business assessment. It generally takes about two hours, but it's designed to get to know you. Uh, I think it's fair that you should get to know me. And, or, you know, a, a prospect um, would get to know me and how I might be able to help them. And then, then I go into a real structured interview where I look at the separate parts of your business to find out what systems you have in place and to see what's working. Um, we then look at, see what's, what's the, where we have room to improve. And then uh, we, we look at, I create a roadmap for you, an, uh, a 90 day execution roadmap. What I like to do, Lee, is is work in 90-day cycles. And, and so we'll put our heads down and we'll start uh, implementing, you know, one or two or three frameworks, depending on what we can get done in 90 days. Then we come up for air and look at what we need to do next. Um, 
celebrate victories, continually improving things, and then, um, you know, could put our head down and get to work again. And so that's, that's how it is. I am, I'm, I, there's some teaching that goes on to teach the frameworks. There's some uh, coaching that will always be going on to ensure that you're, you're on the right track. And then sometimes facilitating. Uh, sometimes I'll work with my customer's clients. One of the things that I found out early on, because I had a great desire to work with the owner, the owner in his self or herself. And I found that oftentimes the way to help the owner most is to help bring up the team and grow the team. Um, and that really does help them, you know, make that transition to a confident entrepreneur with, with time to do what they need to do. So now, um, so when they're working with you, are they working with you one-on-one or is it a, in a group format? Like what does the engagement look like from, from the customer standpoint? Both. Uh, you know, I say it's one-on-one, but what I mean is one me to one you is the business, you know? So I will work with the owner. I will work with the leadership management team, or I'll work with the different departments. Um, I'll go in and work with somebody, the sales department and the sales team. Uh, I'll work with uh, the marketing team. Uh, so wherever we, wherever we have an opportunity to improve something, um, typically we'll, we'll add in a framework and then we'll, we'll teach that, we'll coach it and um, we'll make it happen. So one of my engagements might be a one-to-one coaching session with a client uh, face-to-face or, or via Zoom. Another session might be a small workshop where I bring in the whole company or, or a different department and we do a, a you know, two-hour workshop to get something uh, installed. Um, and then I work it with small groups. Um, either, either I have a, several business owners or um, I'll have the, their team and, and work as a small group only. So uh, it's the same product, if you will, service, providing the frameworks and, and coaching them through it. But uh, I offer different mediums to to make it happen. I just want to see you grow and and free up the owner to uh, do what they really truly want to do and need to do for the company. Now, can you share a story where you were working with somebody and maybe share what? Don't name the name, but the pain they were going through and how then they started working with you and how you were able to help them get to the next level. Yeah, sure. I have a um, a, a client. I can tell you, tell you several, so I'm thinking about which one to, to uh, talk about. I have a client, though, that is, uh, owns physical therapy clinics. Um, he started out um, as a, a solopreneur and started in that growth phase. Uh, after several years, he realized, I have to back out a little bit, uh, but I just don't know how to do it. And so he began, uh, you know, replacing himself, if you will. Um, today he has four locations, um, in, in our area. Um, he's in a leadership role rather than the day-to-day operations. He still does day-to-day, but he's got it in a situation now where, um, each one of his physical therapy locations has a clinic director. Um, they're fully staffed and he does some oversight. He does some coaching. He does leadership. So what's funny is, you know, I, I've, I've been coaching for 30 years in every business I've ever owned. It's so nice to see um, these owners really become coaches and leaders um, rather than service providers. 
Yeah, I'll tell you, and I've talked to a lot of coaches doing this show, uh, the coaches seem to get more kind of joy and satisfaction from their client's success than even from them getting another client. It's it's so true. In fact, I, rather than market, I'd rather work with somebody, you know. So we coaches can find it's feast or famine sometimes too. We may have this influx of, of clients and we start working with them and then we forget to market for a little <laughs> while. It's because we love coaching, you know, and, and seeing success of our clients. And so uh, maybe that's a lesson there. I think it is. Well, Jeff, congratulations on all the success. And thank you so much for sharing your story today. Um, is there a website people can go to to learn more or connect with you or get on your calendar? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Um, go to companygrowthacademy.com or uh, just visitwithjeff.com. Visitwithjeff.com. Good stuff. Well, thank you again for sharing your story, Jeff. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Lee, thanks for having me. I sure have had fun. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio. Yeah.